Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be speaking from James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, and um, I'm going to be reading from the message version. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colours. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. I'm sure all of us would prefer a quiet and easy life. <laughs> and for everything to go nice and steady, and also for us to uh, know how things are, are going to pan out. Um, if you're anything like me, you'd like to plan, you like things ordered, you don't want anything kind of uh, coming out of the blue. And what set me off thinking about this at first, and then God really spoke to me about it, was um, I was watching the Eurovision Song Contest on, on Saturday night. Did anybody else see it? No. <laughs> you can't see. Oh, see, you are saying why, but it's just kind of a tradition. And what's really funny is every year we do the scoring. Even Glenn gets involved. You know, it takes a lot to get involved in anything. But, yeah, you, we do the scoring and everything, even though we know we'll lose. It's just that it's a tradition. done it since I was, like, really, really little. So, um, so you know, Saturday night in the caravan, watching the Eurovision. And, uh, and then the English act came on. And uh, I've got to be honest, I've heard it before, the song. And, you know, nice lady, but quite a mediocre song, really. Didn't think anything of it and when she began she sang it really well um but it was it was it was average wasn't it Nikkei let's be honest it was nice but it was average until then uh, a protester ran onto the stage which half terrified her I can't imagine she must have really been afraid of what he was going to do he and he took the microphone from her and, and then obviously was grabbed by security and in that moment, she had a choice. She could have stopped. She could have run off. But she didn't. She just clapped and waited for about 30 seconds. And then she was given a mic. But the difference of how she sang that song when she was given the mic was incredible. It's like suddenly she meant the words. Suddenly she stood up and she proper declared that song and afterwards they kept saying oh you know we're wondering if she'll be asked to sing it again and she'll be given the choice and she'll have to decide and I kept saying to Glenn I really hope she doesn't because she'll undo the power of what she's already done because actually in that demonstration of how she stood up there and really declared her song um, I think if she'd have done it again she'd have undone that actually it was it was it was really powerful I mean, the words weren't anything to do with God or anything or anything particularly exciting, but it was the way that she declared it. Um, and it was as if she said, when she took that microphone and started singing again, it was as if she said, you will not steal from me. And, you know, I really felt for her because that was her moment. That was the moment of her life. 
you know, you're not going to get to... I mean, actually, she did sing at the Eurovision last year but as part of a band. But, you know, that was her big moment. And she could have really panicked, but she didn't. She properly stood up and, and she properly rose. And it made me think, uh, when I was thinking about it ne the next day and I was praying, it just made me really think about how when the enemy comes in to steal from us, we're perplexed for, for a short while. We're, we don't know what to do. We, sometimes we panic. Sometimes we uh, want to give up. We worry. But in that moment, we have a choice. And actually, when we rise to that and we trust our God in the face of that, there's a power that the enemy just didn't count on. And that's the amazing irony of him trying to come at us because actually more often than not when he does that we come against him then with more power of the spirit because as we rise and as we trust then we're filled with God's power and with God's strength and we declare things in such a in a much stronger way um, and we have to not let fear get in, don't we? Um, I love the uh, verse four of that passage where it says, let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And we have to remember that scripture, don't we, in Romans eight twenty-eight, And we know it, that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Because it's the conflict, isn't it, that sharpens us. And it's through that, that God trains us. I often think, um, you know, when you think about firemen and, uh, and people like that who do, and people in the army who do so many, 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 many trial runs of things, you know, I think, oh, it must get boring. You know, when you wanted to be a firefighter, you've wanted to fight the big fire, and actually you spend most of your time pretending that that's what you're doing. Um, but actually, that's so that in the event of a fire, all those things come naturally, isn't it? And I believe that's what God wants in, you know, in allowing the enemy to come at us in those small, stabbing ways. Actually, God prepares us so that in that moment of choice, we don't take ages to decide and we don't run away. We, I need to trust my God. And actually, we rise up uh, in that second. That's our second nature because straight away, that that's, that's what we know to be right. That's what we've learned to be true. Our God is faithful. Our God is stronger. So um, the battle keeps us sharp. And it's through that that God hones us, isn't it? And uh, like we said in Romans 8, he, he uses everything for our good and he changes us and transforms us. And uh, he builds our faith because the more we see him, uh, triumphant and victorious as we um, prevail against the enemy, the more that we're able to trust him. It's a shame that we need that, uh, really, because we know God is all-powerful. He can do anything anyway, but it's that's the way that he strengthens us and builds us up. So I want to challenge you today to place before God your whole day and to say to him, Lord, I trust you with today, however you want to use my time, whatever you want to bring across my path, I pray that it will be for your glory, that you use it for your glory, and that you'll use it to hone and strengthen me. Not that we would have 
a definite plan. Of course, you'll have an idea of what you're going to do. I know I'm going to be here till half past five working. But, you know, I don't know what else is going to come and that we trust God that whatever comes, he will use and uh, he will use to build us and to sharpen us and to hone us and also to break down the strongholds of the enemy. So let's just pray. Father, we praise you that we have a new day every day and that's a new opportunity to say to you, here I am, use me, here I am, send me, here I am, do whatever you want in my life. Lord, we thank you that we've laid our lives down and they are not our own. And we say today that we trust you, that whatever you bring our way or whatever comes, that you will bring glory to your name through it and that you will work in our lives. And we ask that you'll help us to trust you more and more with our time and with our lives, with our hearts. And thank you that you are always with us that you always protect us, that you always work within us, and that you are always honing us to be more like you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. It's a really good verse in Judges 3. Finished, There's a really good verse in Judges 3.